And it is the season of discovery at America's Summer Place. GrandHotel.com, your direct line to them, and uh, you'll have a great time for sure. Uh, we got some big news going on. Remember, we had uh, the president of Michigan State University, Dr. Samuel Stanley, on talking about this uh, incredible uh, heavy ion accelerator. Well, uh, it's official. Uh, U.S. Secretary of Energy and former uh, Governor Jennifer Granholm back in Michigan yesterday to celebrate the opening of this new isotope uh, lab at MSU and uh, make a major announcement at Detroit's Focus Hope as well. WJR Senior News Analyst Lloyd Jackson has more on all of that. Good morning, Lloyd. Uh, uh, the uh, former governor was in East Lansing yesterday morning to cut a green ribbon at Michigan State University's facility for rare isotope beams. After some 20 years of work, the facility known as F-Rib is anchored by a 400-kilowatt linear accelerator that scientists hope will lead to groundbreaking discoveries in nuclear physics. Now, How it works is by shooting a particle beam at a target nucleus of an atomic element. When they collide, the beam creates rare variations of that element, isotopes, which have far-ranging implications on astronomy, homeland security, and other fields, including medicine, like possibly killing cancer. FRIB lab director Thomas Glossmacher. We can make all kinds of isotopes, any kind of isotope, and we can make designer isotopes where medical folks tell us, I need this element because it metabolizes in certain cells more quickly, and then it decays in there and kills the cancer. A glassmaker was joined uh, by Granholm at the ribbon cutting, along with Senators Gary Peters and Debbie Stabenow, and Representatives Tim Wahlberg, Alyssa Slotkin, and Brenda Lawrence, and Governor Gretchen Whitmer was there as well. This uh, EPRIB is really the final step in a journey that began in 2008, and the beginning of a new chapter for Michigan and MSU's story. Over a decade ago, the Department of Energy, MSU, and the state came together to make a bet on Michigan. The bet has paid off. Now, the $730 million facility is certified by the U.S. Department of Energy as an Energy Office of Science user facility, meaning it has reached a level of completion where scientific research can start. Experiments are set to begin at the facility next week. Now, later in the afternoon, Paul W. Granholm took a trip down 96 to Detroit's Focus Hope, where she announced $3 billion in grants from the Biden administration's bipartisan infrastructure law to spur U.S. expansion of high-capacity battery manufacturing and raw material sources and recycling for those batteries. Granholm said making the guts of the electric vehicle and batteries should be done mostly here in the United States. Right now, the processing of the materials that go into that battery all largely happens in China. We don't have any processing in the United States. You better believe those are more jobs. Granholm said this is how the funding from the federal government works. Those who want to apply for it, they will have to supply a match of the funding. So the $3.1 billion ends up becoming $6.2 billion. That's a lot of money to build out this part of the supply chain. And that means that's a lot of jobs. Cindy Estrada, UAW vice president, says the union is excited. You know, this is a moment that is never going to happen in our lifetime again. It hasn't happened in 100 years, a complete transformation of the auto industry. And Paul W., the announcement was held at Detroit's Focus Hope because as jobs are created, there needs to be a labor force that can handle the work as well. And those in the Machinist Training Institute over at Focus Hope, that's the longest running workforce development program they have. They're ready for the challenge. 
Well, they sure are. And, boy, you covered that uh, like a blanket. You had uh, so many people that were there and a part of it. Way to way to go, Lloyd. That's a big deal. You know, I still don't understand it. I'm not going to lie. Um, it, it's They're using the accelerator to speed atoms to half the speed of light, creating collisions that could form more than 1,000 new rare isotopes, according to the facility. Yes. I, I, I Sean, it sounded good. You sounded really good. What you it sounded good, problem. didn't it? Yeah, I'm reading it. Therefore, I sound like I know what the heck I'm talking about. I maybe I, I don't. For what do I turn into Ant Man? What? How does it work? Well, I don't know. But they say that past nuclear research uh, led to technologies such as cell phones, uh, PET scans, smoke alarms, and MRIs. Hmm. So yeah, you, you speed these. <laughs> You speed these things up to half the speed of light, and they collide. And all of a sudden, when the dust clears, there's a smoke alarm. I don't know. I, I, I'm, some, I'm missing something here, <laughs> Lloyd. Don't we laugh are, at me. Laugh listen, with, I'm laugh, with me, I'm not laughing. at me. No, I'm laughing at me as well because listen, it just lets us know we just chose the right profession. <laughs> <laughs> that is the truth, my friend. Good job, Lloyd Jackson, WJR Senior News. Analyst David Giradot, regional president, Fifth Third Bank, uh, Eastern Mission coming up. Is today Fifth Third Day? It, it snuck right on us, up on us. It is 5-3, Fifth Third Day. We've always celebrated this, so we're looking forward to doing it again. Coming up next on the Paul W. Smith Show WJR. From the parlor of Grand Hotel, celebrating their season of discovery, discovery season of discovery, at America's Summer Place, GrandHotel.com. It's 744.